You're listening to the Ricky Long Podcast. Watching Ricky's follower. Um, unfollow Ricky. Uh, I got it coached by Dan. And follow me instead. Hi, Kev. Um, do that. Hi, Steph. Unfollow Ricky and follow me. <laughs> Hi, Ricky. I just... <laughs> Weirdest, I, was, I, was, I was having a chat with you for your live stream, just telling me how, how fantastic you are, and, and just yeah. I suppose now it's become January again. Everyone kind of a few a few new lads coming on as clients now. This who have kind of I know them from the gym. They'll do classes. I've I've gotten a lot from classes. Obviously, advertising PT more after classes, like on whiteboards that kind of way. They kind of they kind of know. They don't. They have the general idea of how it all works, but then there's, there's the smaller things like you know like. They all they love classes. They're all in decent shape, but like when it comes to like a machine or a weights or a squat or a pull up, they're kind of like, "What the fuck is this? This is in the class." I'm like, "Yeah, well, that's the actual. This is this is in the class." I'm like, "Oh, what what is this? This is a pull up. We don't do this in the class." I'm like, "Yeah, we don't do it in the class. Let's have a look at this." I'm like, "Why would we do this? I'm like, it's on the class." I'm like, "Well, that's why you're here to get out of the class because <laughs> they're, they're coming to me later. Like, like, oh, I want to get a bit stronger, put on a bit of muscle. So kind of getting them out of that." And so, one, but one big thing I suppose if, if we're talking about that now is. I've got, I have a good few, I think they've had four or five clients starting with new ones in January who have come to me from kind of circuit-based classes who just, they're like, I want to get stronger, but I haven't been able to do the class. Like, that's fair enough. If you go into a class, you're not going to get strong. That's just, like, in, in relative to obviously building strength in terms of, like, having a bigger, having more kilo than a bench press or a pull-up or a squat, that kind of way, just generally being a stronger person. Um, they basically want that. I was like, yeah, cool. we won't be able to do it through a class, but, like, let's do PT and see what happens. So I suppose it's kind of, it's almost like rewiring people, if that makes sense. Like, yes, classes, they have their, they have their benefits, classes are well and good, but, you know, a, a, a weight session in the gym and a, and a half an hour circle class are going to be two completely different things depending on the go. So it's almost like trying to rewire them out of that, okay, you, the thing you want, you won't get from this class, but what you want will come from, you know, resistance training three times a week, watching your nutrition, watching your sleep, that kind of way. And it's kind of, oh yeah, like I said, like rewiring them to kind of think in a completely different way than they're kind of used to, which is just a very hard thing to do. But they're, again, like as we go along, they're kind of, kind of click with it, they're kind of enjoying it. They're kind of understanding how like, the things like execution, like tempo, like, like mm-hmm. just exercise selection, how we place things, top sets, back off sets, we're kind of introducing those things to them. And they're kind of, they're kind of like, oh, actually this is, actually made a lot more sense, actually not too complicated. It's like, yeah, it's really not. So just kind of, you're listening to the Ricky Long Podcast, where international fitness entrepreneur Ricky Long answers your questions and interviews fitness leaders on training, nutrition, and mindset. Ricky is a fitness industry expert, having been helping people achieve their fitness goals since 2002. We talk everything fitness, business, and group exercise to help you on your fitness journey. Yo, brand new pod. Did I just introduce my podcast by saying, yo, I've never done that before. Anyway, yo, welcome to the Ricky Long Podcast, another great chat with uh, a good friend and colleague. And this one literally was a chat to give you some context. Uh, I had a little bit of time in Madari and I wanted to do the podcast recording uh, in the week early. And instead of doing it on my own, I text uh, my mate Dan, coached by Dan. And said, are you free anytime today? He was free. We both jumped onto a stream. Um, and we also videoed this on Instagram at the same time. And this is completely unedited. It's what's called a rolling start. So if you listen to Joe Rogan podcast, Joe Rogan does these and all of his podcasts. It's just a rolling start. So you'll see us. You'll see us. You'll, you'll hear us getting sat down and we chat all things. Fitness, fitness business, 
a little bit of social media content and obviously Dan's been on the podcast before which you can see in the show notes and you can listen to his first episode it's not a prerequisite um, that episode probably has a little bit more structure this one's just very very random I think at one point in this podcast we I think he asks me he said like what do you want to talk about now and we just come up with a subject and we just kind of go with it like I said a couple of questions come in through the way through Instagram stories as it was live at the time so we've got a few questions to answer live um but yeah hopefully you enjoy it uh, any feedback questions screenshots screenshots on your Instagram wall does me and Dan a lot of favors also jump live February the 8th Still some tickets left. Tickets close on Friday the 31st on January. And the reasons why I have to close the tickets is two reasons. I need to know how many people's in the room for myself and my speakers to arrange the content we're going to deliver. And secondly, I need to let the hotel know for tea and coffee and breakout areas. Full day event, all about training, mindset, nutrition. If you're a fan of these podcasts and the fitness content, you will definitely get something from this event. Um, so like I said, I'll put the podcast the notes in the podcast show notes um, you can get the link there and you can find out more you can book tickets and as always podcast is sponsored by Podium for Sport by the way doing an absolutely fantastic sale right now on running trainers um, I'm really really noticing all running stuff right now because I'm doing so much of it myself um, I'm, I'm pausing because they're not just doing it on running trainers and I realise they're doing it on a whole running brand so they've uh, they've got a good, good seal going on of good high quality stuff. I like the Hoka trainers um, or Hoka, Hoka, can't remember what they said. Um, they are on sale, they're a good trainer. I think they retail somewhere around 110, 120. Um, probably converts roughly the same in euros and you know they've got some discounts in them so go on their website go into their social media check it out supportingforsport.com northern sports retailers of the year friends of the show sponsors of the show and also sponsoring ricky long doing the lanzarote ironman 140.6 in may 23rd so shout out to putting for sport for your continued support now for this podcast because I think it's gold for people to listen to. I was getting this set up. That's fair enough. You go for it. Uh, fuck it I'll, I'll request a join. How do I do that? Request. <gasps> Send a request. So what's happening now, Instagram people, is Dan and I are going to record a quite impromptu podcast and we're just trying to work out how we can get Dan on my phone as well. So what are we going to do? I'm going to grab a tripod to prop my phone up with. Oh, I bet you. Where do you keep your tripod? Uh, beside my desk. <laughs> All right, I keep it over my shoulder. Oh, fair. There, put you there. Oh, I can hear myself on my phone. I'm gonna turn you down. Yeah. That's a lot of backlight there. Cool. So I'll just play this here so everyone can see. But I don't want to listen to myself there. Let's put you over here so you don't see what a mess of my room. Let's move that plate because I was eating food. What were you eating? Here. Uh, a muffin. I am. I'm really fitness. There we go. Boom. Do you find like I was in the gym this morning and there's a fellow I always talk to. We're on first names basis and you know, but often we just opt for the mate. Yeah. And I said to him I was really, really hungry and I couldn't wait for breakfast. And he asked me what do I typically have for breakfast? And because I know he knows what I do for a living, I felt under pressure to have this big, wonderful answer. And I just looked at him and went. Man, I don't normally have breakfast, and because I'm hungry today, I'm going for a fry up, and that's exactly what I had. <laughs> too right, you gotta own it. You know, everyone. Oh, we're people too. We love fries. We love bad stuff. You just gotta, just gotta accept that. 
So here's a reason why you're on. I just thought it would be fun to do a very, very impromptu podcast. No real agenda. Just let it go off in a couple of different directions. And you've been on the podcast, you were on, I want to say, about six months ago? Uh, about six months ago. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. Uh, so just a, an update for you. So tell everyone who you are and where you're from. Who I am and where I'm from. So my name is Dan Reese. I'm <clears throat> 21 years old. I'll be 22 next month. Um, I am a personal trainer and an online coach. Uh, I'm a personal trainer in Westwood Club in Leprosend. That's in Dublin, in Ireland. And I'm an online coach. I run my own business online called Coached by Dan. I'm going to plug my Instagram right now straight away because it's just Coached by Dan, so easy to get them there. And yeah, I have people online over my computer, over the phone um, to lose body fat, build muscle, get stronger. Overall, just be a happier, healthier human being. Um, yeah, that's in 60 seconds, that's that's me, that's my business, what I do. Excellent. I like it. It's short, it's concise. Mm. Well, what have you been up to since then? Has there been any big changes? Because remember when you were on before, you were obviously, I know you were making a transition in your business. You were trying a, a few different little systems as such. So what's, what does your business look like now compared to six months ago? So compared to six months ago, it is relatively similar, mm -hmm. um, just a lot busier. So kind of the symptoms I was talking to you about kind of putting in play worked. I did it, it in the sense that I didn't want it to change the, the style of how I coached, how I PT, how I did everything online, but more so just, you know, keep doing what I'm doing, but allow myself to reach a bigger audience, which in return has allowed me to do. So in terms of like one-to-one -one and online, I'll talk about online first, kind of my, my, my little baby. Um, Coach Bella has, again, it's just taken on a fucking life of its own. Um, like in terms of like in terms of reach that kind of way, um, like just from a client point of view, like that's just gone through the roof. Um, I get a lot more kind of one big thing I was trying to push back when I was talking to you last was kind of how to kind of interact with people more on social media, how to kind of just get more people kind of coming to me as their go-to, and then from there obviously that kind of leads on to more potential clients that kind of way. So the systems and things I put into place to allow that to happen, you know, went as accordingly, and it just led to now being a much much busier, much more efficiently run um, online business. So yeah, it's all, all going in the right direction. You said there about the social media and engagement. Are you finding social media right now? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it, to be honest. It's just kind of like, again, one big thing I've tried to set myself this year was to be more like create, don't consume, as in, because I spend way too much fucking time on Instagram um and on youtube that kind of way and i was like you know what like instagram facebook that kind of way i was like you know it's been way too much time in it so now it's kind of like let's just you know for me to focus again because like the hours i just spend just scrolling mindlessly through instagram can now just replace with creating content for instagram or just doing actual productive work and i was like you know what if i took time away from just watching instagram and just consuming it all and like creating it i think that'd be a lot more productive so i started doing that a lot more so my feelings towards is all the same um it's obviously it's all changed up there like tiktok's become a very big thing which i am yet to really get on um but yeah my feelings towards social media is it's the, the exact same as it was um it's mainly you know to kind of show highlight my clients highlight my business highlight what i have to offer and then in return hopefully just get some out of it but yeah um since we last spoke obviously tiktok was kind of 
coming up, I kind of want to say, around when we were shot last. It was kind of a in the air, like, oh, could this be a thing? Could it not be a thing? People are kind of still playing around with it. Point now where it's like, okay, that's the thing. If you're not on it, you're a bit of an idiot. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not loving TikTok right now. I've kind of, I've had a go on it and I have a presence, but it's just like, I'm not sure I could be bothered with this. I don't really enjoy it at the start. And I've made the commitment that's on the whiteboard behind me. I post on TikTok, you know, three yeah. times a week where I'm just kind of there. Yeah. But I'm fine with social media. I've had this conversation with a few people. Now. The the algorithms are really, really pissing me off on Instagram and how yeah. it, it's just your post is so suffocated. Like they reckon less than one percent of your following will see your post now. Yeah. Because, because everybody's following so many people. So me, for example, according to my Instagram, I'm following twenty seven hundred people. Yeah. So you post something on Instagram, you're fighting with seven thousand six hundred and ninety nine other people for my attention. Yeah, like that's it like oh, I remember like I remember like very vividly back in the day like Instagram my Instagram was like I had like I have eighteen hundred followers now. Back when I kind of started at my like my peak like getting most likes, most followers back in a way. Or most likes anyway. Um I would bring in about 150, 200 likes per post without mm-hmm. even like making a like I'm making a massive effort. Do you not get away? Mm-hmm. Um whereas now if I make a good post it'll maybe get like a good post. Like I made I posted one the other day that's quite well it was the it was one it was a video of me it was like a video of me and the other side was like uh some it's actually funny enough it's actually a thing on TikTok. It's like some family freaking out over something you seeing online and it's me being all like how to actually lose body fat it's me being like just fucking burn more calories than you eat. Um yeah. and like that did very well. That got like seventy or eighty likes and that'd be like a good post now. Whereas back in the day if I had gotten like this time a year and a half ago, if I had gotten seventy likes of the post, that'd be considered a bad post. Do you know kind of way? So like my following has doubled since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than doubled since then but the likes and the interactions that kind of way has just gone right down like, unless you're a big page like a big big page you're just kind of again you're a very small fish in a very very big pond I, I read something it was on something that Gary V shared so it didn't come from Gary V but it was something he shared and they reckon that most people now on Instagram have two accounts <laughs> yeah. yeah so so it makes that space even smaller so if there's 10 million people on instagram i'm sure there's more than that i don't actually have that figure off the top of my head they reckon at least there are at least 16 17 million accounts yeah i got about like that actually jesus yeah. <laughs> maybe all those accounts are posting once or twice or three times per day so the space is just getting smaller and smaller and smaller jeez yeah didn't think of that mate jeez i'm ruining my own Instagram with my other Instagram. It's <laughs> <laughs> friendly fire. It is friendly fire. Oh, God. <laughs> Deactivates Randy's right now. Um, so tell us, the last time I was speaking to you, you were just um, you were just a normal boy. Now you're a model. Yes, I'm a model. <laughs> Funny you should mention that, Ricky. Yeah. Mention oh, what's that? that? Wearing? What's that oh, what am I wearing? Oh, it's just my, it's my, it's my hoodie. It's a very nice hoodie I'm wearing. No, so I was, I got in touch. I was, so myself, and this company called Break Beyond. It's an Irish-run uh, clothing company. Um, I've been following them, and they've been following me, and I've been following the owner, and they've been following me back for the last year or so. Um, and then, about, I want to say about two, three months ago, we were just dealing back and forth, and I actually ordered this hoodie off them. 
and I was chatting. I was like, "It's actually it's it's a serious hoodie. It's quality. I really love it. Um, it's just a really nice hoodie." And he was like, "Yeah, man. Actually, it's kind of I, was, I joked around. And I said like, oh, if you're looking for athletes, you know, give me a shout.'" And he just he just goes, "Yeah, actually, that's kind of why I'm, I'm messaging." And I was like, "Hello, what's what's going on here?" Um, so we're chatting away um, about the company, about like what I'd be bringing to it, that kind of way. So and then before I knew it, I was signed up as as an athlete. So like it's kind of there's it's a small of like it's it's, it's like they're they're growing big time now it's actually it's a and the, the companies have they like like from chatting to him and what he's been doing the last few as few months like i feel like 2020 will be quite big with it like it's mainly just lads gear now like hoodies and t-shirts but there's a women's line launching in i want to say the end of end of march start of april i believe eve uh, we brought just brought two new female athletes, Gronya Gibson and Katrina Kerwin. Um, I think Gronya's actually watching the stream right now, so hi, Gronya. Um, she's in your house? She's, no, she's on my stream. She's, <laughs> 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 she's on my stream. That'd be, that'd be fucking weird. Like, that'd be very you're just weird, having to walk through your house. <laughs> I just, I'm, just, I'm just chilling. I think she, I want to say she's from Tip. Oh, God, I don't even want to say because really I should know this, but I'm hardly getting this hardly wrong. She's not in my house, she's on my phone. She's just she's actually just, just into the room. Like, she just came and said, "Oh yeah, <laughs> she can she can leave now if she wants." Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. So like, it's it's a uh, like the companies that like again, like I remember I would I'm very like open in Instagram and how I would never ever ever touch a product that I was like in any way iffy about. Mm-hmm. Like I got this one first. That's like the first like thing they kind of brought out. Tipperary, sorry, Grandi's in the stream. I said Tipperary. I was right. I said Tip, but I didn't finish off. So Tipperary, I was right. Anyway, back to the. Back to break beyond. Um, I I always said like on Instagram, I'd never ever ever promote a brand that I thought was in any way kind of slightly iffy. Um, so like just from that, I like I I got the hoodie. Like, I got the hoodie. I bought. I paid full money for the hoodie. No discount. Enough. I bought the hoodie myself. And I was like, Joe, what this actually is? Absolutely insane piece of kit. Like the sizing is fantastic. The fit's great. Higher in the arms, higher in the chest, least around the waist. It's fantastic. Makes you look huge, which is obviously what you want in the hoodie and a t-shirt that kind of way. Uh, yeah. And then he sent me the rest of them there. And uh, yeah, so if anyone wants to grab a Break Beyond hoodie, t-shirt, or later on down the line wants to grab a pair of leggings or something from the female range, use Dan15 at your checkout. You're only at 15% off an order. So it's going to help you all out there. And anyone look, is so anyone listening to this, does it go outside of Ireland? Is yeah. It international? Yeah. Yes, actually, one of my well, I was in Canada there back in August, May and August, and then one of the girls over there, my friend's friend of mine, his client went over to visit a friend. His client saw that I was working with them and ordered one. I mentioned, was like, "Does this go to Canada?" He goes, "Yeah, absolutely. Don't see why not." So yeah, that. international goes everywhere. So whenever you are here, Canada, UK, China, Russia, wherever you are, give us a shout. I love that. It's one of my core values about the whole shop local thing. I mean, in my opinion, it's much better to buy off the shop down the street than online from the name brands. I think it's a it's a really really good cool thing. I just didn't realize they were international. What did you say the the code was where anyone listening can get discount? Uh, Dan fifteen, so D A N and then one five Dan fifteen, and you get fifty percent off whatever you order. Yeah, so I'm happy to make a note of that. Ooh, go on, Rick. Hey, Ludi. What are you up to tonight? Uh, tonight, so I just got back from work. I had clients and classes all morning. Um, I have a few check-ins to do now after this. Yeah, here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just been typing on the stream. Gronya 15. Gronya, absolutely. <laughs> now, hang on, can I type my code in and just pin the comment, can I? Gronya, get in the actual bin. 
<laughs> Absolutely flipping nut. And then can I pin this comment? Um, I don't know. It's... I can't, but you can. Can I? Can I? Oh yes, you can because it's your stream. I'll yes, see if I don't wanna. I'll maybe pin something later. Yeah. Let's <laughs> spam down the teeth. Don't use Dan's code. Doesn't Dan. work. <laughs> General Dan just doesn't work. Dan, Dan, don't use Dan. Dan doesn't work. No, I'm, I'm incapable of functioning. Sorry about that. <laughs> so you're back to. Sorry, you've just done live PT sessions and you're. So I've just done. I've just finished my sessions now this morning. I uh, got back at about three o'clock there, but an hour ago. I've a few check-ins to do for the lads online um, after this call, and then I'm back in tonight for a few more sessions. So busy day. I'm curious. Busy day. Tell us, tell us as much as you can from a like a business to business point of view. How do you do check-ins for people as an online coach? Because a lot, a lot of PTs will listen to this and probably assume a check-in is a certain way, and yeah. I'm certain it's not the way most people assume it is. Yeah. So basically, I I'm not sure if. So I changed how I do check-ins a while ago, but I'm not sure if, if I've been doing it that way since our last podcast, because I'm not sure if I'm going to talk about the same thing now, but back, I potentially back with our last podcast, I was literally, I have a Google Docs form. Um, I send that off to everyone and then they send it back to me. And I'll be two days during the week now. It's Monday and Tuesday where I was off on Friday. They'll fill in and send it back on Saturday and Sunday. And then Monday, I'll do half of them. Tuesday, I'll do the second half and then I'll be like, set for the week. Um, I used to just read the email and then type an email back to them, but I thought that was a little impersonal. I thought that it was just the one I needed to, um, and because I was typing it out, you know, I wouldn't be able to give as much information as I probably wanted to. So I did a bit of research and I found an app called Screencast Omatic, and basically just lets you record yourself. So it records your screen, um, and then it records like a little icon of you in the bottom right or left hand corner of your screen. Um, so what I do now is I'll read the check-in form, I'll write down my little notes, and I'll just press record, and I'll be going through the check-in form over a video like this. I'll be saying what they did well that week, what they didn't go, what didn't go well that week. I'll go through the whole form, what I've written down, but set the goals for the week to come. Um, so yeah, it's 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 moved a twenty-minute per check-in job down to like a seven, eight, nine, ten-minute job. So you half like it's it's giving it's giving everyone. What I think when I'm kind of speaking to them, it lets me put like emotion, intent on certain emphasis on certain kind of topics I want to emphasize more. Whereas if I'm emailing them, it would just be kind of just text to read. Um, I think so. With the video check-ins, it allows me to give them a lot more kind of a nice little personal touch. They can see me. They kind of they see me once a week. You know, working online. There's never that face-to-face you know interaction apart from voice notes online. So giving that kind of video check where they can see me looking through their form to give that personal touch. But from my end, from my end, it just it's literally about half my workload when it comes to checking. So it's a win-win for, for everyone, really. I think, I think a lot of PTs who look at online PT and don't really know how to start, they, they assume the check-in is like a weekly phone call, mm. which is fine. It's just very, very time-constrained. So you need to just be aware of that. I mean, you're not going to be doing more than 20, 30 one-to-one phone calls yeah. per Per week, because um, that would be your whole week gone. Because it's a nice idea. Oh, these these will be ten minute, fifteen minute phone calls. In reality, they're no, normally a lot longer than that. Yeah. Um, literally, you said about the Google form because it's what I used as well. Yeah. But I started to find that people stopped filling it in because it was a hassle for them. 
Yeah. So I, I transferred all the questions to the note section of my phone, and now I WhatsApp them on Thursday, and I yeah. get feedback by Friday. Yeah, see, that's, that's what I was thinking. I was, I've been thinking that for a while myself, thinking, like, will I... You know, because like again, in fairness, like I don't, I'll have the only time I have an issue with someone checking this and checking back if they're just busy. Like to this yeah. point now, knock on wood, I haven't had a point where I kind of haven't forgotten or has been too lazy in the back. Um, hopefully that doesn't happen before. But yeah, should something like that happen again? It's, it's about kind of when it comes to obviously making a service, about making it as, as user friendly as possible. Mm-hmm. So if I get to the point now where I feel like I take on and say I, I'm working with 25 odd clients now, I get to 40, 50 odd clients in the future. Um, and I find that half of them are taking a check-in back. Well, then it's a case of, right, this is obviously a bit too kind of, you know, fucking time-consuming for them. How are you going to make it easier, more user-friendly? So WhatsApp, no check-in form there would obviously be a lot more ideal. And then let them voice note me back. I'll voice note them back, and then happy days, job done. So, yeah, make it user-friendly. Do you have any groups like WhatsApp or Facebook groups just for clients? I know you have Uh, an open group. Yeah. Private group? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't have a private group. It's something actually I've written on my little board down here to actually make a, cri- a client. What I do do, I remember you said to me last time was um, you mentioned something about an, on Instagram, like the, you know, the, the best friend section of your story. Yeah. Yeah. I started doing that. It's not a game. Remember you said about monetizing it last time, but I have that purely for clients now. So I, oh, every client I have one to one online, I'll have been that. So every day I'll put up a few stories up in there, basically uh-huh. giving like content that way um, just for them. So, to an extent, I have some means of community there. Um, a Facebook group, I'm going to try. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about a, what Facebook group, but the issue is about half of them, I've just messed them there. It's like, I'm not active on Facebook at all. So if you had it, I'd be there, but I wouldn't really be using it. So it's kind of like, well, like, well half of you guys wouldn't really get much from that. So it's case of like some of my clients would be kind of in their 40s, some of in their kind of 15s, some of in their 20s. Some will have Facebook, some won't. Some will be maybe on Instagram, some won't. So it's kind of trying to find a platform that'll kind of get them all in. So that's... I just make a bit of both, to be honest. For people just listen and I'm picking up on that. So people who be familiar with Instagram stories and like I think most people just post to everyone automatically. Um and there's a close friends feature and it came to my mind. I was listening to something and it was this influencer, 100, 200,000 followers, don't even know who it was, was charging a monthly fee for any of her followers to be on her close friends list. And she would post specific content there. I, yeah. I can't, couldn't even tell you who it was or what the type of content was. It wasn't fitness. And at first, I just thought, you money-grabbing, absolute, <laughs> you're preying on the vulnerable here. And then I started to think about it. And I was just like, well, it's essentially the difference between your Facebook news feed and your Facebook private group. So you're going to have your Instagram story where anyone and everyone can see and potentially a close friends list that you could control, not charge people to be on a list, but do it as part of a overall package of value, which might, you know, in our case, we're talking about the fitness industry. So it might be your personal training and it might be your coaching. Um, so it's something I'm, I'm just curious about. I saw and I know I'm on a close friends list of a couple of different people and people in business. Yeah. Um, and it does kind of feel every time it because it comes up on the screen, it comes up on the screen in green, close yeah. friends. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> go me, go me. I'm a close friend. Yeah. Nobody else is seeing this. Dan's not seeing this. Lindsay's not seeing <laughs> this. This is just for me and person X. It's kind of, oh, it's interesting. So, any, any group fitness instructors listening out there, create a, a close friends list and perhaps just have members of your class on this who you can give more value to, and then you, you'll build up your reputation. We'll say the same to PT 
PTs listen to this, have your PTs on this close friend list. So as your clients are getting more value from you that the rest of the world aren't getting, and it'll help them get more results. It'll help you create more retention. There you go. Simple, but effective. Yeah. Yeah. Simple, simple. They want to be. How, how are your lives going with Connor? I know you've been doing lives two or three Sundays in a row now. It must be a 2020 thing. I think it's been, geez, I think this is our, I think this is our fourth week just gone by there. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we, we had the idea. Sorry, Connor had the idea. We were, <laughs> it, was, it was New Year's Eve. Um, we were at someone's house. We were both. Hold on, hold on. Yes. This idea started on New Year's Eve. Yes, we were both very drunk. Um, <laughs> as most best ideas will happen. We were both very drunk. And Connor came to me, he's like, Dan, I was like, what's up? He goes, I've got an idea. I was like, lay it on me. And he basically, he's basically, very, he had a good point. He basically got on how, like, the likes of people like James Smith, Darren Cartel, those, like, that kind of side of the fitness industry, there's not people doing what they're doing in the sense of being kind of, like, giving out good information, but being entertaining at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're, like, they don't really give a shit. They're kind of, they'll post content, they don't care who they offend, as long as, long as they can get their point across, they're happy yet, but they don't care how they do it. Have a bit of fun, they're good mates, so they kind of, it bends back off each other, and it's just entertaining to watch. So he was kind of like, there's no one in fucking, there's no one in Dublin, no one in Ireland really doing that at the minute. Um, so, like, why don't we just, like, start streaming? It's just, like, literally have a topic, chat away with it, and just fucking just bounce off each other, have a bit of fun with it. Nothing too, just a bit a casual chat, that kind of way, and just see where it goes. So I was like, yeah, I think that's a really good idea. So um, we started doing it, I think it was the first week of January. We started doing it, and it went well. We got, I think we got about 160, 170 mm-hmm. total viewers. We did it on the following week, and then we got a guest on um, the week after that. Um, that went quite well. I'm sure that as well. So we just kept it going. So we've been chatting the last while. So we've it's eventually, well, soon enough, anyway, we want to think about turning it into a podcast just because it'll kind of be long-lasting, where if you put us alive, it's there for the stream, and it's there for 24 hours, but then after you finish the stream, a day later, it's gone. Whereas we record these and make them more of a podcast, you know, obviously it'll be, be there for everyone to listen to so i think we're going to try to move in that kind of direction in the very near future hopefully in the next few weeks or so yes to talk to you about that but yeah we do want to try align our schedule in a way to find a time to record and then upload it and like give someone else give like obviously alternate whose job it is to, to edit and upload each week that kind of way so mm-hmm. it is coming yeah we are definitely going to be um turning this kind of streams into a podcast style means of content soon enough definitely do um, yeah all you need to do is have your laptop open because you're going to do instagram live from your yeah. phone so you just yeah. have laptop open as well which i know you guys have had your laptop open and yeah record that's it just do what we're doing i mean you're doing literally right now yeah i mean essentially yeah exactly that because i've got instagram yeah. here and the laptop's recording everything that we're talking about obviously the video's recording as well but that doesn't go on the podcast otherwise it'd be a video yeah yeah just realised how stupid that sounded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Um, so, right, it's January. So I don't, I don't work in a gym the way you do in terms of, you know, gym floor interaction. January is traditional, quote-unquote, the busiest time of the year for gyms. What typical conversations are you having right now? Anything, any topics that are constantly coming up? Um... Off the top of my head, nothing in particular. Of course, there's always going to be your standard, like, oh, I'm doing X, Y, Z. I'm not losing weight. What the hell's going on? It's like, right, well, we have a clue what's going on. Let's explain to you what's going on. But yeah, like, 
nothing, there's nothing I've noticed commonly coming. You any message earlier on asking me about like what to talk about, and that came up, and I was actually thinking to myself, I was like, do you know what? Like, surprisingly enough, that hasn't come up too much. Now, I've gotten a lot busier in the sense that, like, from I say from our last podcast to now, it's kind of I've had like a very consistent like, increase in business in the gym from then to now. For now, January, I've had people sign, I had people kind of go away over Christmas and people say they're going to sign up for after January. And last week was the first week I had everyone back together. And it was a stupidly, stupidly busy, busy weekend. Now it's going to be very busy going forward. Um, but question wise, I suppose. Uh, like there's nothing, there's nothing that kind of pops up to me that I'm thinking everyone's just asked me or a really common question people have asked me. It's kind of more kind of, you know, I'm, wor- I'm working more with one to one clients doing class than I am kind of even like seeing members in the gym that kind of way which is obviously a good thing to have um but kind of with them they're more kind of they're obviously they're asking questions but they're asking kind of individualized questions based on their needs so nothing kind of similar and kind of the same common across them it's more kind of individual to what they were kind of looking for like they're looking for a bit of strength in my body I have one who wants to bring up their glutes if I have a lad who wants to just get a bigger, bigger chest just get a bit stronger where nutrition would be the standard kind of questions across there but nothing really kind of common amongst the group of them. Do you know what I mean? All right. No, no, don't just wonder has there been any consistent. You know, I know I've been drilling into my clients recently, obviously not on the one-to-one scale on the, the online, um, about you know, steps and neat. And I just I think it's really, really popular right now for people to use, especially after Christmas, use all their Fitbits and Apple Watches and polars and whatever they've got to track the calories and steps that to do and think that's enough yeah and, you know until you say to them all right well done you, you know you did hit training for an hour you burnt 700 calories brilliant you've slept for another eight hours that day so well, what have you done with the other 14 13 12 hours and i said oh, i was sitting at my desk all day i was like well that's that's not going to cut it you know it's, yeah. it's what we do what what we do in the gym is automatic. That's a given. That's a free one. Like we're always going to affect body composition with what we do in the gym. That's not the concern. It's the time outside when we're not in the gym. That's where the the focus should be on people's lifestyles. Yeah. Um. So I, I've just been educating people. That. So like, so I've I've got got my my tracker hooked up to my fitness pal. So do I not count the calories that I burnt in the workout? And I'm like, no. And what about the steps? And we're like, no. Oh, but I ran six miles. I said, tough. You, you don't get to count those steps because they were they were training. Yeah. Like, oh, so how am I meant to how am I meant to get steps up? And then they'll say something like, oh, I'll, I'll say, go for a walk at lunchtime. He says, but if I'm planning that, does that become scheduled exercise? And I'm like, oh, no. no, no <laughs> now you're going too far. <laughs> now you're confusing me. Yeah. Now I'm confused. <laughs> Did I, did I not hit start outdoor walk on my watch when I go for an outdoor walk? And I'm like, is it your training session in the day? And I said, no, it's an extra training session. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> this is just something you are doing. It's like, count your training session as your training session. Yeah. For a walk around Tesco's on your lunch break. Like, that, that's your steps. That's your <laughs> what, was, what was your training today? I actually did two laps of Tesco. Look for the problem left. <laughs> Oh, nice good session. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got two thousand steps though, so I, I pretty much, I pretty much am a bodybuilder now. So, <laughs> uh, so it's been we we've had a bit of banter in our a couple of our groups about it, um, a couple of good conversations, um, because that I've said this about watches for a long time, because people first of all they get caught up in the calorie burn, and then second they get caught up on their heart rate, 
Yeah. So they don't appreciate if if you go to the gym and you burn five hundred calories in thirty minutes doing shoulders and legs, and I go to the gym and I burn five hundred calories in thirty minutes and I'm on the treadmill. They are two completely different levels of intensity. I would be steady state cardio, where for yeah. you to do 500 calories in 30 minutes, just do. Oh, work. it would be a you're, lot of work. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be killing yourself. You're going to be yeah. doing like Lesnar's grit on speed. So yeah. it's that different analogy. And then people say, oh, I was, I was in the gym and I did 60 minutes, but I couldn't get my heart rate up. And you're like, well, what have you done the rest of the week? I'd be like, oh, I've done 17 sessions. So how's your sleep been? I've got five hours a night. How's your diet been? Oh, you know, I've eaten a lot of sugar and I haven't had a lot of protein. So there you go. Your body cannot respond. Your body cannot elicit the proper response. So that's why we cannot hold ourselves accountable to these watches. They're, they're a tool. You know, don't be a tool. Use these as your tool for, for your workouts rather than be a slave to it. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. So like, yeah, I suppose, yeah, it's... I suppose now it's it come January again. Everyone kind of a few a few new lads coming on as clients now. This who have kind of I know them from the gym. They'll do classes. I've I've gotten a lot from classes. Obviously, advertising PT more after classes like on whiteboards that kind of way. They kind of they kind of know. They don't. They have a general idea of how it all works. But then there's, there's the smaller things like you know like they all they love classes. They're all in decent shape. But like when it comes to like a machine or a weights or a squat or a pull up, they're kinda of like, what the fuck is this? This isn't the class. It's like, yeah, well it's the actual this is this isn't the class. I'm like, oh what what is this? This is a pull up. We don't do this in the class. Like, yeah, we don't do it in the class. Let's have a look at this. Like, why would we do this? Like it's on the class. It's like, well, that's why you're here. To get out of the class. Because <laughs> they're, they're coming to me later like, like, oh I want to get a bit stronger, put on a bit of muscle. So kind of getting them out of that. And so one but one big thing I suppose if, if we're talking about that now is I've got I have a good few, I think they've had four or five clients starting with new ones in January who have come to me from kind of circuit-based classes who just they're like i want to get stronger but i haven't been able to do the class like that's fair enough if you go into a class you're not going to get strong that's just it's like in, in relative to obviously building strides in terms of like having a bigger having more kilo than a bench press or a pull-up or a squat that kind of way just generally being a stronger person um they basically want that i was like yeah cool. we won't be able to do it through a class but like let's do pt and see what happens so i suppose it's kind of it's almost like rewiring people if that makes sense like yes classes they have their they have their benefits class are well and good but you know a, a, a weight session in the gym and a and a half an hour sir class are going to be two completely different things depending on the goal so it's almost like trying to rewire them out of that okay you the thing you want you won't get from this class but what you want will come from you know resistance training three times a week watching your nutrition watching your sleep that kind of way and it's kind of oh yeah like i said like rewiring them to kind of think in a completely different way than they're kind of used to which is just a very hard thing to do but they're again like as we go along they're kind of kind of click with it they're kind of enjoying it they're kind of understanding how like the things like execution like tempo like like mm-hmm. just exercise selection how we place things top sets back off sets and kind of introducing those things to them and they're kind of they're kind of like oh actually this is actually made a lot more sense actually not too complicated it's like yeah it's really not so just kind of trusting it and kind of it'll go exactly how we want it to go so yeah i suppose that's one big thing i suppose it's kind of commonly across lines now that kind of idea that's of, it, that's it. i posted i don't know if you read did you read my daily email this morning i didn't read this but i've been in work since 6 a.m and i just got out at 3 p.m and I've had you don't love that I'll, I'll spoil it for you but please open it those me open right it's good um <laughs> so it, it's titles of like the reason why gary v and james smith have had such great success oh actually i, I saw that i saw that i suppose, i saw the title in in this morning i, I saw the james and gary v and i was like oh i'll read this later on actually, i saw that i saw that so what 
it's just what I've observed is their message has been consistent. You know, Gary Vee's for over 10 years and James yeah. probably for longer than four years, but he kind of only became popular maybe about 2015. Yeah. Um, and it's just to touch on what you said, my message I have realized in the last month has always been so consistent to people who are a member of health clubs. Yeah. So I'm a, I use that word very, very carefully. It's you're a member of this club. So it's how can you utilize what this club has? And as you rightly said, classes are fantastic. I think classes are fantastic exercise tools. They're great for fitness and health generally. If you want to excel towards your individual goals, you're never going to get it from classes alone. You're going to have yeah. to do a lot of things on the gym floor and you're going to have to do a lot of things outside of the health club altogether. Yeah. So my message has always been to every single person who loves classes for fitness is your life hack is go to the gym twice a week and do 20 minutes of heavy weights, push, pull, legs, call it whatever split you want, and then use your class as your fitness and your conditioning. Yeah. And that, my message has never changed. And I, the more I started thinking about it, the more I worked through clients, it actually doesn't really matter what their goals are. That's what I tell people do because it just, it just works. Because yeah. you, get, you get the strength adaptations, which is where you build muscle. It's where you can create conditions to, to burn fat. Um, uh, change your metabolic uh, adaptation and then the classes get your heart rate up for that session so that's where a lot of people get enjoyment so a lot of people who do classes don't enjoy the gym floor because it's a lot of standing around it's yeah. a lot of checking your watch checking your you know instagram between sets we're all guilty yeah. of whereas in the class it's boom 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 set after set after set so there's your heart rate up there's your enjoyment there's your, your chaos factor uh, your endorphin rush, your dopamine rush, whereas on the gym floor, that's where you can get your testosterone rush. That's where you can get the strength. That's where you can recruit the maximum muscle fibers. So 20 minutes before the class, you recruit mass, maximal muscle fibers. And then the 20 minutes of the class, you're recruiting maximal VO2 systems. And yeah. you get this like hybrid of what your health club has to offer rather than just putting yourself in one room. And I think, yeah. I, I think my message has never changed in that. And you're kind of the opposite to me in terms of I do it from class to gym. You can you kind of do it from gym to class because you're focused yeah. on the, the PT, whereas I'm focused on group exercise just in my life. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. Like, so, again, like, I, I completely agree. It makes absolute sense. Like, you want to, obviously, if you're someone who loves classes, you're not going to go, all right, well, actually, we're going to ditch your classes because like mm. you want something else they're not gonna say no like gym training is what you need what you want combined together boom happy days if you're gonna enjoy a session if you're gonna enjoy what you're doing but i was going for it. i had someone today for an hour long session and then i had her session from half eight till half nine then at 9 45 i was teaching a 45 minute rpm class when she was there so like oh, we did an hour session did an, did an rpm is it a lot yeah did she enjoy it yeah cool happy days she felt fine afterwards happy days so yeah it's a case of again like i think any program you know, number one, of course, it has to be effective. It has to be something that's kind of tailored towards what they want to achieve and, and, and it needs to ensure that it is doing the exact thing they want. Mm -hmm. But it has to be enjoyable. So they enjoy doing classes. By all means, let's train, train me three times a week and then do a grip, do a fucking RPM, do a spring class afterwards or on another day. If you enjoy it and you recover from it, by all means, go for it. Um, yeah, I do. I, like, yeah, so like, if, if someone does enjoy it and like uh, doing a class, I'll never be like, no, that, uh, you're actually going to do a reborn cardio session. 
afterwards I'm going to be reborn like loads as you said say cardio um on your off days just because that's gonna like mm-hmm. if we were to be really optimal about it that's gonna be the best way to go to bed you know it's, if I was someone who doesn't do classes and doesn't love classes uh, I'll rarely be like okay hey, get this class go. I'll be more specific like oh let's do this kind of cardiovascular fitness let's track your heart rate all the kind of stuff to ensure we get the most out of it um, but I'm someone who comes again like, like I said there like I have a lot of clients now who I've gotten from a great class I've got someone from you know um a cert class on the gym floor but they, so they've come to me from a class it's kind of like obviously they like classes i'm not gonna they've gotten used to they've kind of learned to love the whole idea of kind of going go 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 for half an hour straight so hopping them on a treadmill for half an hour instead of their class you know they're not gonna like that they're gonna stick me i've lost a client bad job done so yeah no, i completely agree like if, if you're someone who like the enjoyment such an important part of training um so when it comes to your clients actually i have a question for you when it comes to your clients like would you Obviously, when it comes to, like, I'll have clients who, you know, I have some clients whose cardiovascular fitness I will keep track of, like their runs, their like heart rate, that kind of way, make sure that their heart rate's going down, blood pressure, all that kind of fun stuff. I'll have clients who have that I track with, some who I just don't because it's nothing they want to track, that kind of way. If you have clients who want to kind of track that side of things, but like I said, they, like, they do their 20 minutes, say, in the gym, and then they do whatever class they want to do then and use that kind of class as their kind of cardiovascular fitness. How would you go about like tracking almost improvements, adaptations within that kind of sense of thing if, if, if they're doing like a class kind of based thing um, as their cardio? I'm really, really old school. So I come from a part of the PT industry and fitness industry before we had apps and heart rate monitors and all that. Yeah. I'm 24, but I've, I've been a PT since I was 18, which is a good 16 years now. Fuck. Yeah, it's just... Fuck. That's good, that's good. It's, actually, it's not 16 years. It's 13 years. Hold on. 15 years. 14 years. 14, somewhere around 14. Anyway, um, and I just go, when you tell me what your goal is, where are you now? So if you tell me you want to Im- improve your 5K time, okay, Go out and run 5K now. If you cannot run 5K now, run walk 5K. Tell me what your time is. And let's say they come back and they say 40 minutes. And then I'll look at them. Okay, by the end, we'll put a six-week plan together, 12-week plan, whatever it might be, to get them down maybe to 30. Okay, so I know in my head what sort of speed they're already running at and what sort of speed they need to average at. They don't need to know that at that point. Sometimes you maybe have that conversation. Um, and then again, I'm quite old school. I'll have them working in blocks of two weeks. So you have week A, week B, week A, week B. Week A will be intervals. Yeah. Week B will be staggered distances and so on. And th- that's what I would do. I wouldn't worry about heart rates. I wouldn't worry about um, like calorie burn or anything like that. I would get educate them on, uh, I forgot to say this, on RPE, rate of perceived of exertion. So say, go for a slow 3K run at 6 out of 10. Like, if you break sweat, you're running too fast. That sort of thing. You know, it's recovery runs. And then it's where I would, I'm a great believer in the intervals. Uh, so a lot of equal work-rest ratio. So run a hard minute, uh, rest a minute, and so on, and just build time up rather than distance. Um, yeah. It depends on the person. So that's how I would gauge it in, a term, in terms of progress and overload for them. And then what should naturally happen is they should be able to see the progress. And then because they're seeing progress, they get more motivated themselves, either consciously or subconsciously. And then they know when their next timed run is. They'll 
already know what they're capable of. They'll probably already have some timestamps in their head. So especially now, because we do have uh, trackers and that, people, the Apple Watch is fantastic for it because it gives you your splits and your average runtime. Yeah. Just, just automatically. Um, I know what their watches will do as well. But that's what a lot of people, my clients, I find them using. You know, me, if I can talk for myself, my first 3K, I have to be slow. If I go fast in my first 3K, you know, two miles, it really affects me later on. So I yeah. have to build it up. So I'll just make people aware of that. Whereas Lindsay's the opposite. She needs to go fast and then she gets to a slower cruiser speed. I get you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so okay. just, I, I get people to have those kind of tangible landmarks um, if they want to talk about heart rate monitors and all that. Because I had, I had, I'm having this argument with someone who's also doing an Ironman. And yeah. I won't name her. And I don't know if she'll thank me for saying all this, but fuck up and saying it. So she, she's read all the Ironman books and she's read and she's been in contact with all these people who have done triathlons and Ironmans. And what they tell you to do in Ironman training is to like, go for a, a three-hour cycle with your heart rate in the yellow zone or the blue zone. I don't really understand about zones. Yeah. Um, basically, say, keep your heart rate below 150. Mm. And I'm saying, why? Just, oh, because it means you've got like good blood flow. But it doesn't really. It just means your heart rate is staying low. I mean, I'm very, very comfortable. Keep, when I run, my heart rate will be above 170, and I can keep it there for three, four hours. And that's me in my red zone. So your heart rate and how hard you're working, it's, it's, there's always a perspective to it. And given that this person I'm talking to is also a group fitness instructor who teaches a clatter of classes a week, we are very, very used to having our heart rate elevated through exercise and yeah. elevated through trying to fucking talk at the same time. So we are pre-programmed to have our heart rate high even if our muscles aren't actually do you get what I mean? Maybe compared to somebody who doesn't do that type of job. Yeah, I yeah, I I, I, can't, I understand where you're coming from, but I do also. Oh, sorry, sorry. I think it, it's very individual heart rate training. Uh, and I would go back into your video. Sorry, you're, my live stream, my, my phone almost. Oh, are you gone? I'll bring you back. I'm back in right now. Sorry, this is this is so much more important. There we go. <laughs> so some people are complaining the sounds a bit out, and they're telling me to get headphones. Um, but I can't do that. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure you can. You stay there. Don't go anywhere. Oh, fine. So for anyone watching Ricky's follower, um, unfollow Ricky. Uh, I got a coached by Dan and follow me instead. Hi, Kev. Um, do that. Hi, Steph. Unfollow Ricky and follow me. <laughs> Hi, Ricky. I don't <laughs> We were just, I, we were having, I, was, I was having a chat with you for your live stream, just talking about how, how fantastic <laughs> you are, and, and just yeah. Oh, I can hear, I can hear, I can hear, rustling in your hands. There we go. Hey, baby. Hey, ooh, says crisp. Oh, good. Crispy, like that. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I, 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 I totally understand where you're coming from i get your point i could see where she's coming from or her point um again i wouldn't be very well versed on evidence going into ironman training it's not something i've coached people through or done myself um but i i'm assuming she's saying she's read up a lot about ironman training i'm assuming that's come from some form of 
you know, evidence, like some study research, that kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, th- I, one thing, again, I, I love, again, I'm myself, I'll be, I think it's really interesting. Um, but I suppose well, one thing people kind of have to understand when it comes to any form of going about research, it, there's always that kind of bell curve. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's that bit in the middle of that bell curve where, yes, the information you say probably will work for you know, maybe 85, 90% of people. But then you got to realize that these little outliers out here, yeah. that, that, you know, they don't, you know, this is like free to math skill. The bell curve, the bit in the middle, that's where everyone's kind of the, that's your, I forget the word for it, the fancy maths word, but like that's, like, that's the normal. That's where like, give the, what you say about the 150 below 150 heart rate. I'm sure if, I haven't read this up, but I'm sure if she's saying that from, a ton of research that for most people that probably will work best but again someone like yourself you're saying that you find it better when you run slow as fuck for the first three kilometers then speed above that Lindsay runs fast as fuck for the first three kilometers and goes slower than the rest of it like there's always going to be the bits at the end of the bell curve um you guys because you can't see me in the video but these guys are always going to be that little <laughs> bell curve there and there's always these outliers here and that's the kind of that's the, like the one percent the 0.5 percent people who you know maybe that bit of research doesn't by all means, go with them. I mean, so you go, yeah, so I completely get it. There's always evidence-based things. It's fantastic. It's, I always personally think that in generally going forward with coaching someone new or I've had before, always kind of start with what has been shown to work best. But again, if that doesn't work, don't be afraid to go off the kind of the norm of what is supposed to work because not everyone's going to be the exact same. Okay? Yeah. So I completely get where she's coming from. But then when you say that, I completely get where you come from. The fact that like that may not, that may yeah. be, very fair enough to the end there's always that they you know one percent of the people who it doesn't really refer and that could just be could be like we lindsay so yeah completely there's, just, agree with there's not that black and white you should be doing this at this intensity with this heart rate because we're always going to respond to it differently and yeah. it's just her she thinks her heart rate's sitting too high for her perceived workload and i'm like no no it would be worrying if your heart rate was at 170 and your perceived workload was eight nine out of ten and you need to maintain that for two hours, that's a problem. But yeah. if your workload is five out of 10, and your heart rate's bouncing off 180, 190, you, like, you're not in a bad place. Yeah. So just, just, just work with it. You know, eventually the heart rate would probably come down with training, et cetera, et cetera. But mm. it's just, I, I, I do, you're back to kind of how we open this, is people put too much onus on just one thing, not just heart rates in this case, We're, we are talking about heart rates, but just one thing when it comes to training in general. You know, it's, it's like me, me and you squatting, and yeah. you squatting, you probably squat, what, 130, 140? Back squat, I haven't done in a while, so I wouldn't know. I'm going to guess up for a few reps, maybe 150, 160, I want to say. Well, I wouldn't go over 100 kilograms, and it's like me taking that squat that I did of 100 kilograms and you taking that squad of 150 and saying, Dan, you're fitter than Ricky. When there's this big, massive spectrum of fitness and there's so many different fitness tests we could do, we we could go and climb up a wall. There's a wall in Clontarf. That could be a fitness test for someone. Be completely insignificant and stupid for Dan and Ricky to go and have a fitness test on a climbing wall because nowhere near our goals. But it's like, two kids racing up the climbing wall and one kid gets to the top and saying, oh, he's, he's the fittest kid in the room. Well, he's yeah. not. He, he's, he's, he, he can climb a wall fast, but you know, that's, kind of, yeah, that's just, all that he says. I think people do this with, with heart rate monitors and, you know, you know, someone who might be an elite triathlete and you say, oh, you know, that, that guy, Jen, that guy, Jen, that guy, Ben, 
is an elite yes, triathlete. Ricky, it's, it's 2020. That guy, Jen. <laughs> fair point. Fair point. Don't want to offend anyone. Yeah, that's it. That that poor fucking poor Jen's out here getting attacked, Ricky. Yeah, that that person, Jen, has poor just uh, done that triathlon. Fittest person in the world. Yeah, but can they do a bench press? I said no, no. But they're the fittest person in the world because you can swim, bike, and run. They're like, can they do? Can they bench press their body weight? <laughs> so, well, that's I can. So technically, I'm fitter than. That's just your standard gym breath. He's like, oh, I just ran a triathlon. I just <laughs> swam uh, like X amount, of, X amount of miles, just ran a marathon, and then I cycled 100 kilometers. Like, that's that's fucking cool. But I just bench pressed my body weight for 10 reps. It's like, but I ran, I benched my body weight for 10 reps. What have you done? <laughs> oh shit! No, okay, never mind. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> It's all relative to what you're trying to get done, I suppose. Yeah, so absolutely sense. I'm going to do something real sexy right now, so I'm very sick. Are you doing drugs on my podcast? This is the first time drugs have been done on my podcast. Yeah, it's actually like liquid cocaine. You just spray and store it, and you're good to get. No, it's a Sudafed nasal spray solution. Do you have an affiliate code? Uh, <laughs> like it's, it's a four unit code. I've had that for the last like two weeks. Huh. Oh, so, bless. It's not nice. It's not. It's not good at all, Ricky. I'm, I'm devastated to be honest. <laughs> oh. What next? What we'll talk about? How long have we got? Probably got about uh, ten minutes left. Yeah, we've got about ten more minutes. Um. Uh, yeah. What, what were we chatting about beforehand? Where's the thing? Um. Lives. Oh, sorry. I promised I do this the lives with connor I, if you want to give connor a follow he's the guy i do live stream with it's connor burnt coaching on instagram um i promise i'll do that um so that's just me doing that for a period i promise i'm gonna do it good lad. Good lad. I'm, I'm, a good, I'm a good person like that good put person. some good videos up oh thank you yeah, yeah no connor connor's connor's good connor's kind of he's he's uh he's really starting to step the game up now in fairness to him. he's uh he was he's he, he connor's working the west with me He's a person trying. Obviously, you know him yourself from CX and whatever module you may have done with him. Um, he's a PT in the gym with me. Um, obviously, he's 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 kind of getting started with online coaching now. Um, Jesus, sniffles, great. Um, and like myself and him, me and him would be two of the busier PTs in our gym. So he's absolutely fucking killing in that sense. He's doing really well for himself. And then online coaching now, he's, he's starting to kind of get busier and busier now. So in fairness, he's he's doing well. Um, he's really he's picking the slack up on social media. He's he's posting a lot more. Now. He's getting comfortable doing stories that kind of way. So. You know, he's, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna do well. He's gonna do well for himself. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he he has to bring to the bring to the game. I'm just curious, you know, because I don't actually work with a, a lot of PTs on a business point of view who are employed the way you and Connor are based. So what yeah. what's it like working as an employed PT? Like, well, what's what's a the best way to build your business? And B, what are the things that you maybe have to do which don't directly build your business. So a typical example is teaching classes. They don't directly build your business, but yeah. indirectly they help you get experience. They help you talk to members, etc. So, oh, like, what are the sort of things you have to do to first of all build it? So I suppose yeah. So I kind of think, like my gym, Westwood Westwood Leprechaun has eight nine thousand members. It's a huge, it's a huge, huge gym. So I think one one great thing that people need to kind of realize who are there is that you've got so like compared to being out on your own like in like renting out of a gym, is that you are literally given a humongous potential for a client base. Um, so it's it's kind of like you've got to kind of kind of rejig how you, how you kind of approach that kind of situation. 
you know, you can think, oh, I'm working, I, I work 40 hours a week in this gym, I do X amount of classes, I'll get a PT every now and then, that's kind of, that's my job. Or you can kind of think, right, I am working 40 hours a week in a gym with 9,000 members, that's 40 hours a week I have to fill, that's 40 hours a week I have contact with these members, I have classes, I have classes with a whiteboard, okay, whiteboard, let's write the workout up and then let's put a little PT, like, ad at the bottom of it. You know, there's whiteboards around the gym. Cool, let's write a workout up and then like advertise at the bottom. You know, walk around the gym, clean the gym up. Oh, there's a member I knew from that class. Let's go talk to him. It's about kind of understanding that, you know, yes, even though you are employed, you are working for your manager, working for somewhere else. You are working for obviously a company. Like you are kind of in there on your, like you have your kind of hourly rate, that kind of way, but like your PT business is still your, your business. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a case of how can you kind of tweak your mindset to the point where like whatever you do in the gym is going to benefit that massively. Um, so I suppose obviously things like classes, yes, class don't work directly affect my business as a personal trainer, but I can make it so it does. Do you know I, mean? I can, Correct, I can, yeah. I can after class, cool guys, that was grit 31 with Dan, put your maths away, X, Y, Z, but also if, you're, if you enjoy that class, we want to get a student into the gym, give me a quick shout, we'll book him for 45 minute PT consultation in the series, we're going to lose body fat, build muscle, X, Y, Z, you know, come here, have a quick chat after the, after the workout. I the think class, there's, so many, there's so much you can do. Yeah, to, there's so many PTs scared yeah. to do that at the end of a class. Mm. The typical sentence we all say at the end of the class is, uh, you know, thanks for coming to GRIT today. Any questions, give us a shout. When there needs to be a follow one sentence is, Thanks for coming to class today. Any questions, give us a shout. My name's Ricky. I'm one of the PTs here. You can find me here on these days. And now yeah. people know that about you. Um, but potentially you could actually do, do a quote-unquote sale from the stage. You could say, I'm running PT sessions at such and such a price. I'm running this boot camp. Um, depending on what's allowed in your gym, you know, appreciate different gyms. I'll have different rules. But it is, it's given people that awareness of what you do. It's your, it's your stage. You've got to use your stage. Yeah. I won't make the number. I had, I, one of my current clients I've worked with now from one of the classes, she was saying to me, I, I advertised for, for the first time on one of our boards. It was, like, it was a third class called Extreme Hit. I advertised at the bottom. There's a workout at the bottom. I said, like, interested in personal training. Book it with me, dash Dan, for a 45-minute free, free PT consultation. She goes to me after, it's like, oh, well, like, I didn't realize you did personal training. I was like, yeah, I do. Like, that it says it on my t-shirt i'm a personal trainer it's like oh i didn't realize i was like oh well that's easy so i just started doing that more and literally just from writing workouts on a whiteboard like that i'm a personal trainer on a whiteboard i can book in for a pt session i've gotten a few clients from that so it's it's literally a case of how can i potentially get a client from that if i'm signing at the gym desk i'm like writing email i remember oh hey how are you getting on start chat with them all of a sudden relationship boom i see him on the gym floor let's talk oh he's doing xyz wrong improve him there do you want to learn how to do it better? Yeah, cool. Book them in. Boom, client. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing a class, you know, oh, again, like, advertise the end. I'm a, I like, my name's Dan Reed. I'm a personal trainer at the gym. Do you want to give know how that works? Give me a shout after class. I'm doing a class with the whiteboard, right up the whiteboard. You know, I see someone struggling with an exercise. Go talk to them. It, they, you've got to kind of almost jig out of the mindset of your, obviously, you are employed by someone, but kind of, you know, milk it to your advantage. Do you know kind of way? Yeah. So you kind of do your job, but also do your job. Rob Moore talks about it in his book. It's book's called Money. It's, it's a good read. It's a, it's a lot of it's about the history of money and a lot of it's to do with property development. Um, but there's loads of things you can take on that. And he talks about you can be an employ- self-employed, you can be an employee, you can be an entrepreneur. And then what's kind of been created in the last two or three years is the entrepreneur. So it's okay. you're, you're employed, but 
you have your own authority to get the job done. So it's kind yeah. of like, the more I've listened to your talk, it's kind of, I've, I haven't put it together before. That's kind of what an employed PTA like Wes would do. And I know David Lloyd's do it as well. It's kind of like, okay, here's, here's the hours you've got to work. Here's the target of how many PT clients you need to get. Go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah that, that's literally it. Here's you're working this time. Yeah. You have to do this. I don't care how you do it, just do it. It's like, okay, yeah. no, I've, I've yeah. got to think have a bit of fun for myself. Yeah, that makes absolutely, yeah. That's Whereas literally the, what it you is. Know, the yeah. standard coffee shop worker, receptionist, uh, maybe someone working in, you know, at Tesco's or supermarket or whatever, they are employed, so they're told what to do every part of the day and have certain KPIs to hit all throughout the day. So that's where the employed comes in. The entrepreneur is you're given some tools and you're given a target, go and do it. You'll be given support along the way, of course. Um, and then entrepreneur is when you're just kind of out on your own and you make up your own rules. <laughs> as yeah, you yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, that's kind of like what you guys go. It's kind of like, all right, you've got, I don't know, six months to build your clients up to 2030 sessions. You might really focus on classes like in the studio, Connor might focus on workshops on the gym floor. Um, you might have Jen focusing on nutritional seminars and you might have Ben focusing on flexibility workshops or whatever it might be. Um, mm. So you can go about it your own way. And I think, I think a lot of PTs, especially in the employed world, in your world, don't really take advantage of the freedom they have they, they get think, very cushy with that like early wage they have that's yeah. kind of like that's what i need where the reality is like you could be doing so much more yeah so yeah um, we've been on for an hour and we've got our first question our engagement is shit but then we didn't actually ask for questions uh, i want to say it's katrina Do you oh know? katrina she's the other one from break beyond me grania her and then the little lad yeah where's so katrina from katrina <laughs> so grania's from Tipperary. where's katrina from I want to say I want to say Dublin. Now. I want to say she's local enough. I want to say she's Dublin. Is she on the, Is she still on the? She's still on the stream. Is she? Nah, she's not. I'm safe. She's gone. <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> so our question is for maybe people who can't see it on the podcast: What got you both into fitness? Uh, where did the passion come from? So I'll let you lead with that one. That's a. Cr- I don't think I've ever been asked that question before. Are you serious? No, I'm taking the piss. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> it's hard to tell. There's a slight delay here on the camera. <laughs> um, why, why do I get the piss? Actually, I have a really fucking like stupid, well, not stupid reason, it's a funny reason. Um, when I was in four, back when I was in school, I was really like stick-esque. I was very thin and skinny. Um, and I was with some bird. And she turned to me and she goes, Dan, like, like, you're such a lad. I, I'm I just with some bird, yeah. With some bird, just yeah. in school, just you know, pulling her in between classes. That kind of with, way, you know, with some bird this week, another bird the next yeah, that week. week. One of the one of the one of the many women I would have just been wooing back when I was 16, as you all do. <laughs> um, she no, she turns to me and goes, "Dad, like, I'm way bigger than you. Like, not like like she wasn't big, like like she wasn't like fat, like not that kind of way. But she's like, just I'm like, I'm more, like, basically like I'm far more built than you. And I was like, you know what? you're not wrong. You really are. And that kind of, that got to be way more than it should have. I was like, shit, that's not okay. And then like, obviously that finished up because we were 16 and you're fucking 16. That just happens. Um, and I was like, ah, yeah, fuck this person. I'm going to get fucking huge. And then I joined a gym down the road for me. I started going there and then I started enjoying it. All through school, I kept doing it. In college, I got way more into it. And I left college and I was like, I want to be a PT. So I did my PT exams and I'm a PT now. And that's kind of, 
in a nutshell, that's how I got here. So to, fuck, what was her name? Oh, she was German. What's her name? Ah, I forgot her name. Morgan for calling me skinny when I was six, when we were 16. Thank you. That has done bits. Well done. <laughs> done bits. And you can, see done bits. Those, you can see those bits. Yeah, right. You can now. You can now. Yeah, I I was different to that in some ways. So I I was that guy. I started sneaking into the gym when I was fourteen. You know, lying about my age, and I was sixteen. A bad boy. A bad boy. Yeah, yeah. And then I turned sixteen. I bet you when you were sixteen, you got way more girls than me. (laughs) Bet you were four. Bet you were fourteen, saying you were sixteen, and the girls like, oh. All of them, all of them, like uh, my, I was going to say my BT Cellnet phone was never stopping. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> um, so yeah, the gym advertised for a job when I turned 16 and I applied for it. And I was kind of like, oh, what a, how old are you? I'm 16. Just, but you can come to the gym for two, three years. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, so I started the part-time job. When I said I was in the gym, sometimes you're in the gym, sometimes, you know, doing lifeguard. Sometimes in the cafe reception, just the you know, typical leisure center. It's how you start, you know, a lot of yeah. cleaning toilets. Yeah. And the opportunity came to do something called, which, you know, anyone who's done this qualification, fair play to you, something called leisure and recreation, leisure and tourism, some qualification. And all my friends were going to do that. Some of them were going to do A-levels. Um, some of them were going to university and all that. I'm just like, what? I like the gym. And, you know, I'm just... I'm just going to stay here because I, yeah. you know, my naive head when I'm 16, 17 years old, I'll just train every day. Yeah. You no, know, I just, I just want to work where I train. I may as well get paid for it. Um, and it was that kind of naivety that got me into it. And it's, it's, it's not actually the training I like. It's not the, the thing in the industry I like. It's the people and chatting to people and creating differences. Um, yeah. I don't, I would never sit here and say, you know when you write out a really, really shit CV or Tinder profile and it says your hobbies? I would never write training. Keep fit. You know, that, that is, I would not yeah. call that a hobby in my life. I enjoy being in the gym. I enjoy talking to people. Mm. But the actual, the passion is not training myself. I maybe thought it was when I was 15, 16. But it's more so now. It's just being in this world. Like, this is work. Like, look at us right now. We're sitting doing a yeah. podcast, chatting shit about fitness and training. And this is... This is work. Oh, this is work. There's a phone call. That's never happened before. It's introduced. <laughs> What's happened to you? What's happened to you? Is it just said paused? Yeah, no, it, it's kind of, well, it's slowing down now, but it's kind of you pause like this. <laughs> it's kind of slow on now, but it's kind of, it's kind of sexy. Um, I'm WhatsApp and the person is calling me. It's chat and shit. Like, what the fuck are you doing, man? I'm, I'm doing a live stream. Back. I'm doing a podcast. You're just ruining my vibe. <laughs> Blocked. Unfriended. Yeah. Off my close friends list on Instagram. <laughs> Boom. I better not do that because it's uh, it's actually it's my current bird. Oh, if she if she really cared about you, she wouldn't have called you during a live stream. Let's just be real here. <laughs> uh, Lindsay's Lindsay's got really really good at not um, back up. You you said this earlier actually, consuming social media too much. Yeah. So she probably has no idea we're on a, a live right now. Oh, so you can you can say whatever you want, like. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to. But. Go on, give me your top five female as well as instructors that aren't Lindsay Gill. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's worrying about that is you said that so fast that you clearly <laughs> said something like that before. I can just see you and Connor just sitting, rating them. 
Uh, I mean, virtuals come on the screen. You're like, oh, I like her. What's her name? Cool. Yeah, she's number two. Yeah, cool. <laughs> we did uh, on Saturday. I don't know if you saw it on the, the social. Did four hours of RPM and sprint. I saw that. That's like, yeah, yeah that was. Uh, I do one, and I'm opening like I'm like by track by track five. I'm like, lads, I'm honestly gassed. How are you all still looking fine? Like Jesus. Lads, come on. <laughs> well, it's funny because Cara and I we were going quite. We, we were being fitness instructors. We were being RPM instructors and sprint instructors. Yeah. And we were going quite hard for each one of them. Mm. And then there was a guy down the right-hand side who's a cyclist, does group fitness classes, but he's a cyclist. And he just got a steady state the whole way through. Sometimes stood up, sometimes sat down. And I did 68 miles, according to my bike. And he did 79 or something like that. Because Jesus. he just... Because we were effectively doing intervals for four hours. Yeah. He just shh, just cruised the whole time. To this day. Yeah. He just not. I mean, this has been good. This has been good. We should do more of these. I agree. I think it's good. I think it's... Actually, I meant to ask you, me and Connor, we're doing the stream this Sunday at 7 p.m. Are you free? Sunday, 7 p.m. Let me check one of my diaries. I want to say yes, but it's going to be depending on personal circumstances and read into that what you wish very mysterious i like it so basically Lindsay's away on a module this weekend and i'm not sure if i'm needed for taxi pickups anywhere Uh, if i like i can text you because as soon as we get off this i'll probably have to phone Lindsay back and i'll be able to let you know please happy days happy days sounds good to me sounds good to me Good. So where can people find you on social? On social media, you can find me on Instagram. That's kind of my main platform to share all forms of information. That's coached by Dan. Um, if you want to get really nitty gritty about it, I have a Facebook page, which I'm very, if I'm bored, I'll remember to post on it, but very bad with it. It's called Coach by Dan Private Group. If you're on Facebook. Um, TikTok, depending. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'll get there. I have an account. I made a couple of videos. I, no, I didn't make it. I just reposted videos from my Instagram. Not very TikTok-esque, but I'm sure I'll get there at some point. Um, I have an email list. That's on my If you go to the link in my Instagram. If you go to my, in fairness, if you go to my Instagram page, Coach Badan, I have a link in my bio, a little link tree link. If you click on that, everything I do there is where you can find my stuff. So, you know, online coaching, my Facebook group, my email list, everything is all there. So, Coach Badan on Instagram, link in my bio, and everything just comes out there. That's where you can find me. Awesome, mate. Pleasure to have you on. Pleasure to be on. We'll cut the streams. You're listening to the Ricky Long Podcast. It means so much to me that you would take the time to listen to my podcast uh, in your headphones, which are in your ears, which are inside your head. Hope you enjoyed it. Any feedback, uh, you know what to do. Instagram stories, uh, iTunes reviews, uh, tag me and Dan. When you get round to it, uh, Podium for Sports, sponsoring the podcast as usual. Jump live, ticket links in the bio, and anything else. Give us a shout. Catch you on the next episode. You are listening to the Ricky Long Podcast, where international fitness entrepreneur Ricky Long answers your questions and interviews fitness leaders on training, nutrition, and mindset. Be sure to leave a review on iTunes.